If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hi everyone, Sandman here. After I put out a video about what it takes for women to become obsolete, someone sent me a message saying that feminists in Canada were supposedly trying to pass legislation to stop men from having private ownership and access to female sex robots. Because apparently, sex robots objectify women. And after hearing this bogus story, I got pissed off and started thinking about all the technologies that would have to converge together for a sex robot to become reality. And so I made a list. So what you ask are the steps to reaching a fully functioning sex robot that will be just as good as a woman to basically replace women completely. Number one, the robot needs a realistic voice that's passable as human. If any of you have ever watched or listened to Razorblade Candy's YouTube channel, then you know he uses synthesized voices to read the text in his videos. If we could perfect that technology and synthesized voice software could do the work of a human voice, then that would be the first step in making a sex robot viable. Not to mention that the side effect of such technology means that we'd probably get rid of all telephone receptionists, period. And once you create the perfect voice, then you need to give that voice a proper brain. And the best computer I've seen that can think for itself, to some extent, is Watson, that was on Jeopardy a few years ago. Watson was created mostly by a team of men at IBM for the sole purpose of winning at that game show, Jeopardy. But an artificial intelligence computer coupled with a real voice would more than likely be able to hold a real-life conversation for longer than a few sentences. At that point, we would experience things like the main character from the film Her, He has his own female AI and has a relationship with her. And at that point, we can put the artificial intelligence and voice modulators into something like a real doll with sensors and basically have sex with that doll and she would respond to your thrusts and physical touch. The main problem with real dolls is they don't look very human unless they have proper faces and skin. And if they did speak, I'm pretty sure that the voice would not match up to the lips. So what I would do is get 3D printers to print the faces for the sex robots. I've added a link in the description below to a webcage called 3D Printing in Movies. And even in the Iron Man movies, you can see a 3D printer in the background of Tony Stark's laboratory, used to print pieces of his Iron Man suit. In many films, stuntmen are now using 3D printed masks and heads that look identical to the actors, so they can look perfect on camera and pass for the real thing. I have no idea how to solve the issue of making sure that sex robots' lips move properly to the words that are coming out of their mouths but the eyes are an easy fix. And most cameras these days have sensors in them that can recognize eyes in front of a camera and can even follow those eyes to maintain eye contact. So putting two cameras into the eyes of a sex robot would allow the programmer to follow the eyes of the people interacting with it. Another online resource just to show you how far 3D printing and faces has progressed is in the description below, and it's called the Clone Factory Faces. By far, this website is the best 3D printing for faces that I've seen on the internet. And I'm also adding a link to a page called The Real Face. But I have to warn you that if you want to get a well-designed face copy of yourself, then you need to spend at least a few thousand dollars. And I think the full head is around $4,000 US. 
But just look at the faces on that page and tell me that they aren't the closest thing you've ever seen to a real face. Now just imagine if the eyes on those masks were replaced with eyes that follow you as you walk around the room and interact with the robot. And eventually someone solves the tough part of how to make a face that can talk and possibly emote with you. If all these things come together in the right combination, we would effectively have a talking head girlfriend. She could talk and hold a conversation, as well as think rationally once Watson-sized robot computers came down to size and price, and her eyes would follow us around the room as long as she could see you. The issue at that point would be making the motors behind her eyes and her mouth perfect enough so they seem seamless in their motion. And the only way I can think that a female sex robot would have enough varied emotional responses is if the robot has thousands of subtle little muscles to do the job. The two ways I believe that this could happen is if once again we use 3D printers to create all the subtle motions in the robot's face. This would work so long as the face is printed from material that is bendable. Once the face and the computer software behind the robot are perfected, then it's time to move on to the body. And the body is probably the hardest part of the sex robot to get right. It's going to be the most complex because it requires a lot of power to move it around on its own, and I have absolutely no idea how it's going to work. A robot with good infrared vision could also easily see if it's doing a good job stimulating you or working on you and continuing to change the technique to make sure you get a good orgasm. A robot could potentially turn you on more than a female lover. And a robot could remember what works on you sexually and provide a variety of sexual stimulation that a woman can't give you. I was watching a number of online documentaries and news reports about sex robots on YouTube, and I was shocked to see that most women hate the concept of sex robots. But why are they so upset? Well, probably because they're going to have to compete with these robots for male attention and resources at some point in the future. I also believe that it'll be very hard to create a female robot that women won't resent. And I believe that a woman enjoys watching men suffer, and male robots can be programmed to suffer, but simply won't care if the woman is making their life miserable. Women on YouTube also complain that sex robots would make men lazy lovers in bed. But last time I checked, it was women that were the ones that basically got all the attention in the bedroom and were actually the lazy ones. Women today are against sex robots, but I'm sure a long time ago they were also against vibrators and cell phones when they first came. In all likelihood, they'll probably be against sex robots until those robots start working as utilities for them, mowing the lawn, washing the dishes, and more. What's also probably going to piss off women is that with 3D printers, robots can be made to look like your crush, an ex-girlfriend, or any female celebrity that you want. And I'm sure that in the future, even if a man has a girlfriend, he'll probably want many robots of his own. And I think women will probably want the same. I also think that Hollywood gets it wrong. In the Hollywood film AI, Artificial Intelligence, a living, breathing man kills his wife because she's having sex with a male sex robot. But in reality, I think it would be the other way around. I think that if technology becomes seamless enough and perfected, it's probably women that will most likely become neo-Luddites, going out in mobs and trying to destroy as many of these female sex robots as possible. I read this statement on YouTube. Men faced industrialization. Society said, this is where you become replaceable. And replaced they were. And for women, this reality is the equivalent. Machines replaced men in every field, and this will be women's turn via sex robots. And women will probably revolt and try to destroy this new type of technology. On the other hand, there are many reasons that men would buy as well as build synthetic relationships with machines. Women complain and bitch, yet robots don't. And when it comes to love, what is love except a dopamine and oxytocin fix in the brain that lights up those parts of the mind? 
If we learn to light up those parts of our brains without actually having real live women around us, then are we still in love? And we can probably love a robot more because we know it's not going to run off on us, get old and become unreliable. It's more like a secure relationship. Women can't seem to offer the same type of loyalty or security that robots provide. If you get sexually and emotionally satisfied with a replica of a woman, but not the real thing, then what does that tell you about female nature and conventional relationships? For many years I found more sexual satisfaction in pornography than a physical sexual partner. I welcome the day we introduce artificial women onto the scene. With regards to having kids, surrogacy or the artificial womb technology will solve the problems of having children. Robotic nannies can raise those children as well. Like I said, mostly male children will probably be born, as men will no longer tolerate bitchy women and girls telling them what to do. If this happens, it will probably be the greatest revolution in male-female relationships in the history of the world. It will be a true liberation of men, and a decline in the female populations and political power. If at some point women make up 30 or 40 percent of the population, then politicians will have to pander to what men want for a change, because men will be the ones voting them into office at that point. And if the sex robots arrive on the market one day, then MGTOW will go mainstream. Nothing makes women angrier than their own built-in obsolescence. They will be outdated and discarded like old toaster ovens at a garage sale. They'll be standing there at the garage sale next to the wind-up monkey with the symbols. But it's okay, because women will always have the option to become bisexual. And I think 20% of them already are. So they can just increasingly shack up with each other and drive each other mad instead of driving men nuts. The negatives for women if sex robots are ever released will include living up to the unreal expectations of a robot, including their appearance, ability to stimulate men, and just think what that will do to women's self-esteem. Many women these days are on heavy medication with their self-worth shot up, but they can still get their pick of men to have sex with. Imagine if they lose that and the attention they get from men completely. If a woman wants a relationship in a world full of robotic girlfriends, she will have to behave herself at all the time. Women will have to lower their expectations big time if the robots ever arrive. Well, that's it for today. I'll leave you with one question. If women are truly incapable or unwilling to love men the way that we love them, then is it better to love a robot that has no emotions instead of a woman that also has no emotions? At least the robot can't hurt you back. Anyways, thanks for taking your daily dose of red pills. Enjoy the rest of your day, and cheers.